1: The Healing Word Program is a ministry of the Largo Community Church where Christ is honored and people are loved. You're invited to join us in worship via live streaming this Sunday morning at either 9 o'clock or 11 o'clock. Visit LargoCC.org and click on Watch Live.
0: Friend, we don't win on our own. We need God's help. And God is there, ready, always available to help those who are trusting in Him.
1: Welcome to The Healing Word, a ministry of the Largo Community Church in Bowie, Maryland. Today, Pastor Morris will take us to 2 Chronicles chapter 15, where we learn of a king of Israel who just won a major battle against an enemy, and a prophet who brings a message from God, exhorting the king to not rely on his own strength, but to continue to abide in the Lord and trust him. Let's join the congregation at the Largo Community Church for today's message. The Lord is with you.
0: Now, this message is to encourage everyone that is going through an adversity to believe God and to remain faithful. Just hold steady. Don't give up. Don't quit. Don't collapse into your shoes. Don't lose your faith. Just hold steady. God is there. The Lord is with you. That's His promise. And He's going to bring you through if you will hold steady adversities come situations that are very difficult misfortune comes tragedy comes this is part of life but if you'll hold steady during that time not waver God will bring you through you'll be victorious in the end you'll win and you'll win triumphantly now I'm going to go back in history today to second chronicles chapter 15 a little bit before that I'm not going to read very much of the scripture, but I want to give you the background of where this promise of God came from, what initiated this promise. This promise is not only for Asa, the king of Israel, back then in 2 Chronicles chapter 15, but this promise is for us today. I'm talking about the promise the Lord is with you. The scripture says in Romans 15:4, this is the Apostle Paul speaking. Whatever was written in former days was written for our instruction. We can't just close the Old Testament and say, I'm going to live in the New Testament. If you're going to live in the New Testament, you're going to live in the Old Testament because the Old Testament came out of the New Testament. It's the foundation. So would you put the the map on the screen for me, please? Let me give you just a little bit of background, and then I'll go on with the message. Okay. Uh, Here is Israel. You see Israel here? Can you people over there see okay? You getting it okay? All right. Here is Israel. Now, there's a, a line of demarcation there. Here is the kingdom of Judah right here. It's called the southern kingdom. Here is the northern kingdom of Israel. It is now all Israel. Israel and Judah are one. It was to always be like that. But there was a king that came and split the kingdom. This king's name was Jeroboam. He was never supposed to be king. He was not of the line and lineage of David. Only those of the line and lineage of David were to sit upon the throne of David. Jesus Christ is going to be the ultimate one to rule from the throne of David. But here comes this. Perhaps he had to be a very charismatic person to win over the hearts of all of those people. And when he did, Judah seceded and split off. And this kingdom here at that time uh, was ruled by another king, Abijah. And Abijah had a son named, uh, well, they have some strange names in the Bible. Asa. (laughs) So, Here is this man, he splits off this kingdom and he establishes idol worship. He does away with the worship of Almighty God and that's why I said he had to be a very charismatic person to lead all of those people, hundreds of thousands of them, to follow him in this false worship of idol gods. And he he didn't believe in God, he only believed in his idols, he only wanted the accolades of the people and uh, their homage. But this southern kingdom here... With Judah, continue to serve the Lord. Abijah, one of the, uh, several, several kings removed from David, maybe three or four kings removed from David, but he was the legitimate king. But wherever there is selfishness, self centeredness, comes division. And when division comes, you can be sure that God is not in that at all. Uh, we think today of North and South Korea. We think of uh, North and South Vietnam. Uh, it's all Vietnam. It's all Korea. But because of different ideologies, and uh, there, there, there comes these divisions. That's exactly what happened here. Well, this king up here, uh, Jeroboam, he wasn't satisfied in only receiving part of of the kingdom he wanted the southern kingdom also he wanted not only these people up here to be idol worshipers he wanted abijah king abijah and his followers to be idol worshipers it's it's really interesting when when people sin they want company to sin with them they, they try to get others to do the same thing so you got to be careful who you hang with okay did i get an amen on that one okay be careful who you hang with That's why we do our hugging out here at church. (laughs) So this man, Jeroboam, selfish as he was, he attacks the southern kingdom, and he had them outnumbered two to one. This is part of history. This is coming right out of the Bible also. Had them outnumbered two to one, but because of Abijah uh, in the southern kingdom, the kingdom of Judah, Serving the Lord, God came to his rescue. God always comes to a person's rescue if that person is looking and focusing on God, serving the Lord. And he won a great victory. Well, now the kingdom is now put back together again. It's all one kingdom. Abijar dies. The son Asa takes over the kingdom. No sooner had he taken over the kingdom than the um, Ethiopians attacked You know, sometimes when trouble comes, it comes in bunches. Have you ever noticed that? You haven't lived very long if you haven't. uh, You you, you don't have to live long. You'll you'll see that that happens. And so when you get the victory one time, that doesn't mean you've got the victory forever and ever, and it's going to be okay all the way into glory now. No, the devil comes one way. He'll come another way. He'll come at a different angle. He does not like you because Jesus likes you and because you like Jesus. And so the enemy comes to attack God's people and disturb you in every way he can. So Asa establishes a theocracy that means God rule. This this young man, he comes back with God ruling. He put the worship of God back. He does away with all of the idols. And when the Ethiopians attacked, he won again. His dad won over Jeroboam and now He wins. Now, when he, uh, uh, the young man, the new king, is coming back into the land after defeating the Ethiopians, here comes this priest, Azahar, who tells him that the Lord is with him. the, The priest wanted him to know, you are not winning these battles on your own. Friend, we don't win on our own. We need God's help. And God is there, ready, always available to help those who are trusting in him. And so this, this priest comes. We don't know very much about this priest, but he was a godly man. And in the scripture says in verse 1, the Spirit of God came upon Azariah, the priest. The Spirit of God came upon him. I begin to think, how many times has God spoken to me personally? And how many different ways has God spoken to me through his spirit? God, we have many uh, Azariahs, many priests, that, uh, n- maybe not in a physical form, but, you know, when we're singing hymns out of the hymnal, very often, most of the times, something from that, God speaks to me through that. When the choir is singing, when the dancers are dancing, God speaks to me. Well, that's my Azariah. H- has God spoken to you yet this morning? Yes. Okay. Well, if he hasn't, listen to me. <laughs> that's what Azariah said to Azariah. Uh, Asa, listen to me. And then God speaks to us through sermons, through the reading of scripture. Sometimes God will speak to us through a trusted Christian friend. A word will come forth. God has various ways of getting through to us. And when God speaks to us, and he speaks when we're ready to hear and when we're listening and we want him to speak, he'll speak and then we'll go and win more battles for the Lord and have greater victories for God.
1: Pastor Morris will return in a moment with the conclusion of today's message.
0: The Largo Community Church continues to worship on Sundays at 9 a.m. and 11 a.m. by way of live streaming. If there was ever a time when we need the church and the Christians need one another, it's now. To view the live streaming worship, go to the church's website LargoCC.org That's L-A-R-G-O-C-C.org Click on Watch Live on Sundays and let's worship the Lord together. L-A-R-G-O-C-C.org
1: Now let's join Pastor Jack Morris for the conclusion of today's message.
0: Now God communicates to us provided we are listening. Say the word listening. I think you're good listeners here at the church. I really do. You're listening to me. Sometimes I think you're not listening, and then I'll say something, and you'll laugh or you'll clap, and I'll say, hey, they are listening. (laughs) They didn't go to sleep. (laughs) So Azariah the priest said to the young king, listen to me, meaning stop what you're doing, still yourself, settle down, close shop for a moment, See, that's what we do on Sunday mornings. We come out here to just stop everything. This, this is not our usual uh, six-day-a-week activity. So we come to listen. Sometimes when we're reading the Bible, have our, our devotions at home, we're listening. Sometimes on the car radio, singing of hymns, we're listening, or, or using a, a, a CD, we're listening. And when we listen, God speaks. Now, I, I need to say that one again. When we are prepared to listen... God will speak to us. God is a talking God. We have a whole book full of His talk. And it's life, it's liberty, it's salvation to those who will listen. So this is what He said in verse 2. He said, listen to me. And then He said, the Lord is with you. Can anything be sweeter than that? The Lord is with you. I want want you to say, to look at me right now. I want you to just put your hand on your heart and say, the Lord is with me. me. Now think of the problem, the trouble, the difficulty, whatever it is. Are you thinking about it? Now say it again. The Lord is with me. The Lord is with me. Now you heard that. Hear it in your soul. Believe it. Let the Lord do what Only the Lord can do what the Lord wants to do, and that is to give you victory, to bless you abundantly. Jesus taught us to pray to this Lord and to call Him Father, the Lord, the one who created the heavens and the earth, the one that opened the Red Sea, the one that raised the dead. He has all power in heaven and in earth, and He has power enough to meet your need and mine today. The Lord is with me. Oh, that, that has been going over and over in my heart, and I've been saying it over repeatedly. The Lord is with me. The Lord is with me. The Lord is with me. It is true. The Lord is with you. I want you now to turn to your neighbor on your left and on your right and say, the Lord is with you. Come on. The Lord is with you. We're not alone. You tell me your your trouble, the Lord is with you. You tell me about your financial crisis, The Lord is with you. You talk about your fears and your concerns. The Lord is with you. Now, friends, everyone here today has a choice. We can either focus on our problem or we can focus on the Lord Jesus Christ. We choose where we're going to focus. You and I choose whether we're going to focus on the problem or focus on the promise. Let's focus on the promise. The Lord is with you meaning you, God's people, you who worship the Lord. Asa was worshiping the Lord. Jeroboam was not worshiping the Lord. He was worshiping idols. But the man that worshiped the Lord, listen, the man that worshiped the Lord, the Lord is with you. The Lord is with you. And that man could go out and win his battles. He was not defeated because he worshiped the Lord. Now, God is in control. He's on our side. He's on your side today. And I have this message from the Holy Spirit. And I truly believe the Holy Spirit came upon me in my preparation. And he's now telling me to tell you to listen. Not just to what I'm saying. That, that, well, that won't count. But to listen to the promise of God, which was written aforetime for your instruction. And that is, the Lord is with you. I say that in Jesus' name. I say that by the power of the Holy Spirit. I say that in faith. The Lord is with you. <laughs> Amen. The Lord is with you. All right. Point C in your outline. Be faithful to the Lord. Put on the screen for me, please, uh, verse 2, that part of verse 2 that I asked for, 2 Chronicles 15, verse 2. Look up here and read it with me in unison. The Lord is with you when you are with Him. If you seek Him, He will be found by you, but if you forsake Him, He will forsake you. Now, how, how clear does He have to be? <laughs> Can you understand plain English? <laughs> Notice, the Lord, capital letters, Jehovah, the God Almighty that created the starry heavens and you and all the earth and all that is in it. The Lord, he, He's not a weak Lord, He's the Almighty. The Lord is with you when? When is the Lord with me? When? When I'm with Him. <laughs> Oh, I feel like I could jump up and down, <laughs> friend. There's a responsibility that you and I must carry to receive the blessing of the Lord. Someone said one time I was talking to them, and they they were going through a very difficult time. I was in their home and having prayer with them, and they said, "There's a scripture that says Jesus was asleep in the back of the boat, the hind part of the boat." And uh, then this person asked me. She said, "This." When is he going to wake up? And I felt like saying, sir, when are you going to wake up? (laughs) He went, the disciples went back and shook him and they woke him up. Friend, every time you go to Jesus, Jesus becomes alert for you. He's there for you. But if you don't go to him, the storm will rage right on. It says, when you are with him. When you are with him, you cannot and I cannot be disobedient, go my own way, be lackadaisical about worship and serving God, uh, uh, not, not concerned about his word, and, and just do whatever I want to do. And then when tragedy comes, oh, where's the Lord? Somebody wake him up. Fred. you've been living in sin all this time. And now you want him just sort of to erase it. The Bible says what you sow, you reap. It's like the harvest. The man goes out, he sows his field. The the crop comes up, and then he looks at it, and that's not the crop he wanted. He says, wipe it away. I don't want it. Friend, you sowed it. It grew exactly like you planted it. Your life is a matter of choices that you make. You made the choices. But what can we do now? When you are with him, we can turn back to God. We can seek the Lord. We don't complain and say the Lord did this to me. The Lord made all these promises. Yes, he did make all these promises, great and mighty promises, but he also made a promise. Listen. He also made a promise when you are with him. Now, we want to do our own thing, live our own life, have our own lifestyle, and then, Lord, help me. No. No, he's not going to just ignore all that that's in the past. What can you do with all of that that's in the past? Repent, confess, turn and be with the Lord. Then the victory comes. But you repent with an attitude and with a determination and with a commitment. It's done and I'm not going to do it anymore. Amen? Then the victory comes. Then the windows of heaven are open. Then the showers of blessings come upon you. Now, God has a plan. It's a very simple plan. That verse of Scripture is so clean. The Lord is with you when you are with him. How simple can that be? How am I plain? That's the challenge. Now, how can I be with him? Verse 2 continues. If you seek him, he will be found. If you seek him... Now, They're not three- and four-syllable words there. They're not in Greek or Latin, Hebrew or Aramaic. That's just plain English. When you seek the Lord, if you seek the Lord, that is a big, big if. We want the Lord to be our Santa Claus. We want to do our own thing, live their own lifestyle, behave the way we want to behave, and then when trouble comes, God erase all the past and just get, get me out of this. Get me out of this. Make things go right. It doesn't work that way, friend. It doesn't work that way. Here's how it works. Your life and my life receiving victory works according to the will of God and the word of God. He says, if you seek him. If, if, that's a function word. That's a function word. That means you have to function. You have to seek him. You have to call upon him. You have to confess to him. You have to ask him. You have to deal with the past. With him, the two of you, you and God, dealing with it. Friend, you can move beyond a life of defeat into a life of victory. Right now, this morning, as the Holy Spirit works in your life, you can leave with great victory. But you have to deal honestly, openly, and say, Lord, have mercy on me. I have sinned. Still with me? Okay. We want the blessing, don't we? But the repentance and the confession and the stopping, we don't want that. It's too much fun. (laughs) No, turn to the Lord, and he will be there. Now, the psalmist said this, Psalm 34, 4, I sought the Lord, and he answered me. I sought the Lord. Notice, I sought the Lord. I sought, he answered. I sought, he answered. But if I don't do anything, and if I don't go to him, With all my fear, all my anxiety, all my problems, all my troubles, all all my uh, misdemeanors, if I don't go to him, he'll keep right on sleeping in the back part of the boat. But those disciples were afraid. Their life was at stake. They were going under. Friend, God doesn't want you to go under. He wants you to go over. (laughs) There's victory in Jesus today. There's victory in Jesus for every person. Here, that's going through a very difficult time. The Lord is with you. That's how it works when you are with Him. What a promise. Can you go out believing the promise of God? Receiving the victory of the Lord? Praise God. Why don't you look up the screen and read the conclusion with me in unison. Then we're going to pray. Together, listen to what God is saying. Call upon Him and He will answer. Be faithful in adversity. The Lord is with you. When you are with him. Amen and amen. (laughs) Praise be to the Lord. (laughs) Let's bow before him now. Father God, we bow before you. Thanking you that you have called us to come and bow before you. To seek you. You said that if we do. If we'll take the instruction and the admonition that you give and come and bow and seek, we will find. You will bless, give, heal, restore, be victorious for us. Blessed be the name of the Lord forevermore. We give you praise. We give you thanks. Almighty God, Jehovah. Jesus is with us. Emmanuel. Lo, I am with you all.
1: Even though the events we studied today took place way back in the Old Testament, the application of these truths is still relevant to our lives today. If we seek God with an earnest heart, we will find Him, and He will lead us out of that defeated situation and into a place of victory. Reach out to God in prayer today. The Healing Word is a ministry of the Largo Community Church and exists to grow your faith in God and lead you to a closer walk with Jesus. But we can't do it alone. Will you consider partnering with Pastor Morris today by praying for the ministry and consider sending a gift to help us in reaching those who are struggling with life's challenges and need hope for tomorrow? You can make your tax-deductible donation in a matter of minutes by visiting our website, largocc.org. Click on the Healing Word and follow the Donations tab to complete your support of this vital ministry. When you contact us, Pastor Morris will return a note of thanks and will lift your name up in prayer to God with heartfelt thanks and appreciation. Be sure to tune in to WAVA tomorrow at this same time for another edition of the Healing Word. Until tomorrow, blessings on you.